0: everything is terrible yeah everything is awful everything is terrible that's the tease for this first segment good morning it's the snark factor i'm fingers below thanks for tuning in to wham talk 1600 am 92.7 fm sarah smith is womaning the news desk as always good morning sarah
1: good morning fingers so
0: in the radio business, sarah the mm. biz they call it <laughs>
1: in the biz they call it the biz yeah they
0: call it the biz Mm -hmm. uh where you know everyone uh in the radio biz what they're trying to do is they're trying to make uh all that green all that scratch the the moolah the big money
1: the skrill yeah the
0: the, the skrill Mm uh and so They do studies and they say, "Okay, listen, if you're doing a radio program uh, and you start a segment, if you start a show, you've got like like 11 seconds to bring the audience in uh, to make them want to continue to listen to what you're about to say. Well, how can you paint a rosy picture of uh, what's going on in the United States today? How can you uh, be positive when everything is terrible and everything is awful,
1: but everything's cool when you're part of a team.
0: That's true. So, I I hesitate to begin with this, but I you have to. Uh, the the terrible shooting in in Texas uh, at the elementary school down there. Uh, I believe twenty one dead is mm-hmm. the latest number. I 19, hesitate to bring 19
1: this 19 children two adults. Ugh.
0: I hesitate to bring this up because uh and not because it's a a, a a touchy subject but uh because we we record the show for air at a later date. Uh at least we are this week. We aren't doing it live. So uh between now and when the show, show airs uh on Wham Talk 1600 A.M. 92.7 FM. Uh, the, the story could change. New information could come out uh, and, and it could change uh, 15 times between now and when the show airs. Uh, but. There, there are so many things that we can talk about. Uh, that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with breaking news. It could just be the rea- the national reaction to this tragedy, uh, and first of all, if if you're if you make the mistake of going on social media, you, I I I got nothing for you. It's it's a dumpster fire.
1: No, it's it's awful
0: because it's gross. Because if you are anti anti gun, if you are full for, for gun control, if you want. Uh, people's guns taken away from them. You, it's full throat. You can say whatever mm-hmm. you want because uh, the narrative is all you do is you, you care about the children. Mm-hmm. As, as if people who are pro second amendment don't care about the kids.
1: Correct. Oh, I'm seeing memes that are about um, uh, Texas forces you to have your child so that it can get shot in elementary school like just full-on dredges of humanity kind of like just i don't understand where the i don't i don't understand people who respond to horrific tragedy by being ugly i don't understand that just on a like a base level
0: yeah well these are the adults in the room sarah
1: Right, of course, of course. The adults are in charge.
0: Yes, the adults are in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden called for unity mm-hmm. at his uh, inaugural address. I'm sure you mm-hmm. remember it. It was it was quite memorable. President
1: uh, unity, yes.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Then he proceeds to, to completely crap on half the country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and he does so on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, he, this is... This is an opportunity to unite because who could see what's going on? Who could witness what happened in, in Texas and not be outraged and sickened and saddened and, and just all of the emotion uh, motions that you could possibly come up with uh, to, to, to describe just how uh, awful that mm-hmm. was and how it made you feel as if you, if you have children and, and they're in school, mm-hmm. think about what, the parents are going through down there and it's just it's just awful. We could all unite a, around that, but we we are so fractured. Mm-hmm. We are so divided as a country that when you when you see things like you just said mm-hmm. the the memes that are going around and it's they they on the left They've done an extraordinary job of poisoning, even being able to say my thoughts and prayers are with the people.
1: Oh yeah. That's definitely not allowed. No more thoughts and prayers. We want policy. Nothing nothing like a national tragedy to expose the incredible, incredibly ingrained dependency culture that we have on government, right? Like, Anytime anything happens, what's the first thing? Government has to do something to fix this, and it's just, and there, and, and it's exhausting.
0: It is it's exhausting. exhausting. It's well, exhausting. And, 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 here's the thing that I find comical about the reaction: about you know, you're crapping on thoughts and prayers. People are sending well wishes, There's, right? Of course, and, and, and you know, you you hear from people. On the left. Well, that's empty. We need action. And what do people get from your thoughts and prayers? Well, these are the same people who not too long ago would parade around wearing little ribbons on their lapels as if they were doing something. As if wearing a, an awareness ribbon was doing something.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, isn't that the big thing? Someone should do something.
0: Yeah, I'll put on a ribbon. So the awareness ribbon crowd is crapping all over the thoughts and prayers crowd. And it's amazing to sit back and watch because these people are genuinely praying for the people of Texas. They... Are, are are trying to support them in any way? And you've got people on the left who are just it, it's it's just oh it's oh we need action. We need action. Okay, well, what what is your solution to this problem? It's to grab to Get
1: guns. rid of guns. Yeah, exactly. The guns are the problem. You hear uh joy Reed has gone on TV saying it. Whoopi Goldberg has gone on TV saying it. Beto O'Rourke had uh interrupted a press conference to say it. The I mean, they are confi- like the the guns are the problem do we know how many guns are in this country right now
0: do we have that I, I figure latest, in front think, of us i believe it's like 420 million
1: why are we not i mean if guns were the problem we would be running around like the wild wild west having shoot 'em up um fights in the street and duels and i mean this is it is insane it is insane the guns are not the problem they exist. They're here. Way more people walk around with guns and do nothing with them every day than anyone that does. Like if, if there is no logic behind the guns or the problem argument, zero. But unless, of course, you are just, you know, want something to campaign and raise fundraise money. Well, of.
0: and we'll get into that in a minute. But. That's what so much of this is. It's. It's. Uh, Listen, this you go back to the early 90s when these school shootings really started happening. Uh, It's as if there weren't hundreds of millions of guns before 1990 in this country. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is a a, a newer phenomenon. Mm -hmm. But we can't sit down and have a real conversation about what could be done. And it's because there's a lack of trust on both sides. I, I Listen, if there were some, if you could think of some law that would not infringe on the rights of uh, law abiding citizens to own a, a firearm, but still figure out a way somehow to make sure bad people uh, don't get guns. I, I'm all ears. I want to hear right. it. Right?
1: Sure. I'm happy to listen to yes. your proposal.
0: How many gun and, laws are already on the books?
1: It, right. And your proposal has to be something that doesn't already exist. Yes. <laughs> like it has to be something that's new.
0: But then, but we can't have that conversation because so mm. much of this, and and this part, I I I do understand. It's because emotions are high. Of course, how could they not be? 21 dead at an elementary school. Right. But 19 of them
1: fourth graders. Like, I mean, this is this we should be as a nation grieving together for this horrific incident. And here we go. Here we go. Right off the jump. um, It's Governor Abbott's fault. It's the gun lobby's fault. It's, you know, Runda, Dana Lash and the NRA and like all these people, it's all their fault. And no one, I mean, the, the lack of personal responsibility in every facet of our culture and existence is really, I mean, some at some point, somebody has to acknowledge the fact that even when horrible people do horrible things, we still don't blame them for it. Even if it's a, I'm making air quotes with my finger, a white supremacist shooter, it's still they blame white supremacy. Yeah. They don't even. It's not even about the person that did it. It's about the you know in the the white supremacy that brainwashed this young person to become evil.
0: It could be shoplifting at mm-hmm. a Walgreens in San Francisco. It 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 could be uh, you you name it. It's it's never the criminal. It's always something else. Mm-hmm. And it usually uh it, it involves either uh excusing the behavior of the criminal if it's if it's petty theft or if it is something much more severe like murder with a firearm then right it's the firearm
1: right we should just probably make shooting people illegal
0: you know I hate to joke about it, but it's the absurdity of this whole thing. And Mm -hmm. the just the the social media dumpster fire Mm -hmm. and the the sickness of some people that they have to have their lava hot take on social media when something like this happens before the bodies even assume room temperature. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I I, uh, okay. I'm going to be honest with our listening audience that we're recording this on a Friday morning. I hesitate to talk about details uh, uh, about this case because they've changed so much and they're going to change even more as you start to get a little bit more honesty from law enforcement about the 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 shooter's timeline because there are some very troubling things. That are being reported, and I hesitate to bring some of it up because, again, we don't know how much of this is true. But I will say this about the timeline. There are reports that the shooter was in front of the elementary school for 12 minutes. And, and there are some reports that he was firing his weapon outside of the elementary school. Then he made his way through the hallways of Rob Elementary School.
1: He got into the school. How did he get into the school?
0: Yes, they're saying he, he may have gotten in through an unlocked door.
1: Unlocked door, right? Okay.
0: He was then in. We're hearing maybe up to 80 minutes. He was in the school. Okay. Mm. and the left tells me that I shouldn't have a firearm. Let the police handle it.
1: Yeah. Let yeah. So what hap- What happens hand- next? What happens next after the shooter is in the hallways of the school where he's, in, he's barricaded himself into a classroom or is about to barricade himself in the classroom? Law enforcement officers enter the school but are driven back. Driven back by what?
0: Yeah. And again, things may change. We may find out some of this stuff isn't accurate, but I find it hard to believe that this part of the story is inaccurate, that the the shooter was outside of the school for 12 minutes and then was inside the school for 80 minutes. Right. And in that time, police were not able or I'm going to censor myself,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but you know where I'm going.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: They were on, well, for now, we'll say unable to get into the school.
1: Mm-hmm. Not until Border Patrol showed up.
0: Yes. I'm sorry. Which is a question in
1: and of itself. Like I. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I'm sorry. This is an argument for being armed, not mm-hmm. having your gun taken away from you by a liberal do-gooder. Mm-hmm. saying wait for the police to show up they'll handle it well 21 people are dead
1: mm-hmm.
0: and well the argument i i don't want oh what kind of school do my children should be whether well, the 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 teachers are armed and there are people that are not it's like well, everything else is guarded by right armed security or police the,
1: off- the offices where these adults work Uh, the venues where these adults go to their events and get to have their, their casual time. Like, why can't the kid, why aren't, why aren't their children afforded the same security? And it doesn't mean they paint the picture that they're going to have like school teachers walking around strapped with AR-15s across their chest, like walking through the hallways. That's not how it looks. And they also make it like, Oh, they're going to, what, they're going to issue a gun to every teacher. No, teachers who are trained in concealed carry should be allowed to keep their firearm in their classroom to protect their students, if need
0: be. There are plenty of former military plenty. personnel who are now teachers.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if- retired and would be more than happy to split up shifts with other retired military personnel to just be at the school. Yes. And again, this is community. This is this is all politics or local. This is local community stuff. And you're seeing arguments on the left where we'll even you know, we obviously don't have enough regulation. We don't have enough rules because why was this guy able to get guns? We need more laws and more things. And and it's just everything. Every argument falls apart when it comes down to looking at the actual incidents. We don't even know how this kid got these guns yet. We have no idea.
0: Well, and there apparently were plenty of warning signs, alarm bells Blending. going off. The, this this kid, if 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 police would have followed through, it, he shouldn't have been sold a firearm. Nope. But what do we find out? In a lot of these situations, it's that the red flags were ignored. Exactly
1: so we, so so what we need more of them we need now we need more red flags to ignore
0: yes because it'll make leftists feel better
1: mm, it's just embarrassing
0: no i'm i'm sorry and and listen i am not a huge gun guy i'm a strong second amendment supporter but i you know you don't see me parading around uh with guns and you know you don't see me at the range or anything like that uh but Having said that, two years out from the, the George Floyd incident and the riots that took place in many of our cities around the country, the idea of uh, a gun control and, and law-abiding citizens not being able to be armed to the teeth to protect themselves when police officers are unable or sometimes unwilling to step in and stop a riot, stop property damage stopped some of the awful things the, the footage that we saw of uh citizens being attacked by by rioters uh that argument's over gang i'm sorry if you you should be able to be armed to the teeth because in 2022 we have had a political movement over the past couple of years they're they're whispering it they're not yelling it anymore because it hurts their the party that they support but to defund the p- police crowd mm-hmm. defund the police defund the police oh and by the way you shouldn't have a gun either mm-hmm. no you need to be armed you need to be able to protect your family because the police as we saw at this at this elementary school 80 minutes this this person was in the school mhm if there would have been an armed teacher there, maybe things, you know what? Maybe the, the events would have turned out just like they did. Or maybe a teacher who was properly trained could have stopped this. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. But I'm tired sick and tired of hearing it's the guns it's the guns oh these people love their guns more than their children did you ever think for maybe a second that uh the reason why so many of these shootings are happening is because of leftist policy mm-hmm. Do you ever think about that why, why is it just from 1990 that this stuff has been happening yeah there were some random shootings in in the 70s but this really started happening in the 90s why why Look at, look at the children, look at the, look at
1: culture, look at how we're raising our children. And I don't mean we as
0: in you and I, I mean, we as in society. The breakdown of the family.
1: Mm -hmm. The intentional breakdown. Can I ask, do these people not know what they want to, the defund the police people and the gun grabbing people and the, you know, the Antifa, the anarchists that want the government to control everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is my favorite um there's a whole crowd of people do they not know what it was like when the government was like in charge of mental health and social services do they not know that with with the the, the government mental hospitals that people were put into by friends and loved ones and authorities and other ones and given electroshock therapies and treatment? we had to shut them all down because the government is so bad at mental health care. And now here we are 40 years later going, no, the government should definitely be in charge of our mental health care. And we should give them all the authority to like control and monitor and be and tend to the mental health of this country.
0: Government is their religion. And I still can't figure out why.
1: I'm, I'm Baffling. It's
0: baffling. They're terrible at almost everything they do. The government is terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Terrible. They're terrible at it. It's failure after failure after failure. Our
1: schools, our um, our our housing market are <laughs> <Our> crumbling. Roads <laughs> our and crumbling bridges. Crumbling roads and bridges. Right. Every single thing. They can't even do military right. Look at look at what what look what's going on here.
0: Yeah they used to be able to do military, right?
1: Sure. Well, because it was one of the few things that they're actually supposed to be doing. And so they focused on, but then they started doing all this other stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. Hmm. It's really hard for me to say stuff right there. I just want all of you to know a little worked up.
0: It's almost like lefties infiltrated Hmm. the military and started doing what lefties do. Ruining things. (laughs) Oh, they ruined everything. <laughs> ruin everything. Seriously. They ruined fun. Because, they because ruin one everything. Thing, well, oh, something happened. Oh, we well, we gotta
1: they even ruined sex. They did. They sure did. They've ruined marriage, they've ruined sex, they've ruined comedy. <laughs> like, I mean, just name the name a thing. Great
0: ruiners. Ruiners. <laughs> that's 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 the great ruiners ruining everything and leave everything in ruin that's what they do san francisco a once great city chicago new york city my god look at new york city i don't want to look at new york city i'm going to take a break we'll be back with more of the snark factor on wham talk 1600 a.m 92.7 fm right after this is terrible <laughs> 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 they're gonna
1: think they're listening to the same thing over again
0: i know it's like groundhog day but i actually i <laughs> want to accept everything's terrible is the thing yeah, so <laughs> everything's terrible. you do show prep uh for a show like this and you want to be positive about something but everything is terrible and uh, i want to kind of uh put a bow on a point we made in the first segment about how government is awful at everything. Welcome back to the Snark Factor. I'm Fingers Malloy. Follow me on Twitter at Fingers Malloy. Follow me on Facebook. I'm actually posting there. It's it's usually about eat drink smoke, the nationally syndicated radio show I do with Tony Katz. It's a cigar, bourbon lifestyle show. It's on 2 hours Uh, on stations all over the country, unfortunately not on this one, but you can find it on your favorite podcast platform, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Find everything, Fingers Molloy at FingersMolloy.com and follow Sarah on Twitter at Mama Swatty. So going back to everything that the government does, most everything the government does, uh, they're terrible at. Mm -hmm. So we have this baby formula shortage okay mm-hmm. uh and uh, you know it this has been going on for some time and it wasn't being covered at first because uh you know the the war in ukraine and uh you know this doesn't make the biden administration look good when there are starving kids out there hungry kids out there mothers struggling to find baby formula for the kids and the FDA chief apparently uh faced uh congressional grilling according to ABC News over this baby formula shortage it all has to do with a a a plant in Michigan that they they shut down uh, they claim was, there was there unsanitary things going on at the plant,
1: right. right?
0: Uh, but uh, the Food and Drug uh Administration Commissioner Robert Califf laid out a, a series of setbacks in congressional testimony that slowed his agency's response. Uh, he basically admitted that the FDA's response was too slow, and there were decisions. That were sub- suboptimal along the way. And you, oh. yeah, You know why that is, Sarah? Why is that? Because bureaucrats do not have a sense of urgency. They
1: sure don't.
0: Bureaucrats do bureaucratic things.
1: 15 minutes of work in any given week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, you all know, the long-time listeners know, new-time listeners don't know, I am broadcasting to you people live from the swamp, belly of the beast, born and raised in Washington, D.C., and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I speak from experience here.
0: Yeah. So much of this is because of the FDA. So many kids are out there right now without baby formula. You've got mothers trying to figure out ways to make ba- they're going on YouTube, Sarah. Mhm. They're going on uh uh What's the TikTok. other one? tick? They're going on TikTok.
1: The TikTok.
0: The TikToks. That's what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure out ways to make homemade baby formula because mm-hmm. of the FDA. And now they're saying, "Okay, they're going to get things going and we may see an end to this crisis." Uh, not in a couple of days, uh, not in a couple of weeks, maybe by mid July, Sarah,
1: you know, just when they get to it. Cause the thing is, look, when you work for the federal government and you work for the bureaucracy, that is the federal government, you have a lot of things on your plate. You've got like at least seven or eight birthday parties every week for somebody on staff, right? You've got at least a dozen, uh, lunches slash uh, meals slash uh, meetings that mm-hmm. you have to sit through. I mean, the amount of time spent in meetings alone, just sitting around talking about what they're going to talk about in the next meeting is phenomenal. Um, so there's a lot of things filling your day that have nothing to do with getting actual work done. So it's <laughs> it's a time crunch, really.
0: Well, and then on top of it, when you have uh, inspectors at, at a plant uh, you have to go through, I'm sure, a thousand pages of, of of red tape to go through the process of being able to reopen the plant. Oh, you're, you're going to start that press over there? Uh, you have to fill out a 3-2-GTF form. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: but it, you can't
1: fill it out. You have to get somebody who's been certified to fill it out to fill it out for you,
0: Okay. by the way. I, I'll do that, but you know, there are... <laughs> There are kids outside that are they, are hungry. They, they're hungry. They need their baby for. I'm sorry. They, they'll, they, here, I'll, I'll do this bit, even though you can't see it. I'm tapping the form. Got to gotta fill out the form. Got to fill out the form.
1: Got to have an official certified form filler outer to fill it out, too. Because, and a notary
0: present. Yep. And I'm going to make you do it. We aren't bending the rules here. You know why? Because I've got a little bit of authority over you. Mm-hmm. and i'm going to exercise it loves it you i'm your dom i'm your dom and you're going to be my sub mm-hmm. that's what's happening here oh my god but but sure let's turn all our lives completely over mm-hmm. to these people
1: nobody fixes a crisis quite like the man trust <laughs> trust him on that
0: and it you know there's 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 going to be flight delays okay tons oh. of flight delays this summer and uh, john stossel wrote a piece over at the new york post mm. it's because of government what right it's because of government and going back to part of the conversation we had in the first segment it's based on politicians getting together in an in emotional fervor saying there should be a law. <laughs> there ought to be a law. There ought to be a law. <laughs> in 2009, after... An air crash near Buffalo killed 50 people. Congress decided that airlines could only hire aspiring commercial pilots who already had lots of flight time. Instead of 250 hours of flight time, now they have to have 1,500 hours. Mm. That never made any sense, said current commercial airline pilot Tracy Price.
1: Tracy, you can say that again, girl. Or, boy, I don't know, Tracy.
0: Be the six-fold increase wouldn't have prevented the the uh, crash outside of Buffalo. Uh, those pilots had many more than 1,500 hours of flight time. The pilot had 3,379 hours. The co-pilot, 2,200.
1: So, had- so so this is something that they've decided to actually blame the person on, right? So it's the pilot's fault when an accident happens, Because there wouldn't possibly be anything else. 33,000 flight miles. And they're trying to say that he just didn't have enough flight miles. And that's how they're fixing the problems.
0: 33, uh, uh, hours of flight time.
1: Unbelievable. Okay, so but we that 3,400, so so 3, but that doesn't matter.
0: That doesn't matter to the politicians. We need to improve right. pilot training. Right. Address flight right. crew hours and service, said wow. back then Senator Frank Lautenberg. I don't know if you, you tell me, Jersey. It's back in yeah. 2009. Uh, l- listen, but once again, oh, there ought to be a law. And then you make these statements. Unbelievable. Do, do we have any doubt is is there any doubt that this senator had absolutely no business sticking his nose into the airline industry? Had no freaking idea what he's talking about. Mm. He's just saying a bunch of things that sound good to voters, but that completely ignoring what people in the industry are saying.
1: Well, because because like you said in the first like like, government is their religion, government is their end all and be all. They don't care about the government is the experts. They know everything about everything and they are the ones with the solutions. So like obviously if there's a plane crash, the government needs to come in and make sure that the pilots are trained better. I mean, it just makes perfect common sense.
0: But again, this is this is what's so comical. It's, It's like demanding. That uh, a certain threshold needs to be reached, say, to to uh, purchase a firearm. But whatever law you come up with wouldn't have prevented the tragedy. Right. That you're saying you're trying to prevent in the future. Oh, these pilots need to be better trained. They need to have at least fifteen hundred hours of flight time. This crash is the reason why we want this to happen. Well, the pilot had 3,379 hours of flight time, and the co-pilot had 2,200 hours of flight time. Mm. Okay, so what's the big deal about this? Well, according to that pilot I quoted earlier, demanding more pre-hire flight time discouraged people from trying to become pilots. It had the effect of pulling up the ladder. Mm Mm-hmm. Few people have the time or the money to get 1500 hours in the air before they can even apply for a job. Correct. The number of certified pilots fell even as flight demand increased. So here you have we're we're going to have these these shortages, uh, we got these, this this uh pilot shortage uh as demand is 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 coming back up to uh pre-covid Numbers, And we don't have enough pilots to meet that demand because some do-gooders in Congress said there should be a law. But sure, let's turn our lives over to these people. They're incompetent. Absolutely incompetent.
1: This could set me off on like a, a licensing reform tangent. But, Go ahead.
0: We have the time.
1: I'm well, because like, okay. I mean this same thing. So that we're talking about people trying to get 1500 hours of flight time. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned the cost associated with that. Okay. Well let's take it down to the local level again. Right. If I want to be a, if I want to have a photography business, Um, And take pictures at weddings, how much do I have to pay to the state and the county and the city and the whatever for in licenses before I do that? If I want to braid hair at my out of my home, how many hours of hair braiding at a salon do I have to pay for? How much schooling do I have to pay for in order to do it without getting in trouble with the government? If I want to give massages, how much money do I have to spend in order to give massages? Every Single thing. Oh, oh. Do you want to um bake cupcakes and sell them in the local community? Good luck with that. You're going to need to get insurance. You're going to have to get your your kitchen approved. You're going to have to go through. You have to pay out the wazoo in order to do that. Every step of the way, government impedes and gets in the way of an individual attempting to to participate in life and participate. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, exchange goods in, within their community and offer services. And here we go. So now our pilots, our pilots have to pay for 1500, 1500 hours of training before they'll get behind a plane. It, I, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever tried to um, open a business?
0: I run a business. Now
1: you run a business. Now we ever try like you, well, you have, but you have a job outside of running a business
0: yes yes okay
1: so there's a job and there's a business you're running um do you what what licenses did you have to get to be a radio broadcaster
0: well fortunately uh right now I don't have uh the need for a license but it is comical you have to basically rent your rights Mm -hmm. from the government to be able to uh participate
1: do anything
0: yes in the free enterprise system.
1: There is a story recently out of Nashville. I believe it was where, um, there is a shortage in hairdressers Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because nobody is can like, no one there, they've raised the hours that you have to put in before you can work at a salon. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you get the hours? You can't do it out of your house. You can't do it at a salon. You have to do it for free You have to volunteer at beauty schools putting the hours in there after you've already paid the beauty school to go to the beauty school like i mean it is it's insanity no one can afford to work
0: no so they they either set that up to where they they create incredible financial and time hurdles for you to be able to participate in the economy uh you know whether something you want to do or they're just flat out trying to figure out ways to to uh, grab even more money out of you outside of taxes I got to tell this story uh, they have to how else I'm, are they
1: gonna pay for the 100 trillion dollars of unfunded liabilities
0: I, I I am fairly pro law enforcement got police in my family uh, they've got a tough job and they're put in terrible situations uh by their their cities you can go back to to Ferguson and the things that was going on the led up to ferguson uh they are a, a huge revenue generator for communities my daughter is eighteen years old uh she just got her driver's license not too long ago kids are getting their driver's license much later than when I was a kid i mean it oh, was yeah. oh sixteenth uh, birthday I go get I want my license. Give me my license. And kids now they don't seem to care.
1: They don't. They don't care. They don't care.
0: My daughter was driving in Indianapolis and uh, turned right on red at a corner that was no turn on red. Mm. Uh, it was no turn on red from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. on weekdays, and she got a ticket at 6:50 p.m
1: stop it
0: oh it gets better how much do you think a no turn on red ticket would be what, what what do you think it should be
1: i mean my first answer is like 50 bucks and i know that's not right and even that's high Like, even that would be high. Like, that's what I what I would say is like the most you should (laughs) that ticket should be is $50. Well,
0: that's what I thought at first. And then. uh, My daughter told me that at this corner, there were several police officers there. And they were looking to pull people over, and uh, the officer told her that this is a very dangerous intersection. So we have people uh, we have police officers monitoring that intersection Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that immediately got me thinking this isn't going to be a $35 ticket.
1: No, it sure isn't.
0: No turn on red. $171 for a no turn on red ticket. I, uh...
1: and they had a handful of cops sitting there just waiting to get people to do it because they need that couple thousand dollars this month. Yes.
0: Yes. So you sit there for three hours. You have several police officers just pulling people over who turn on red or run a red light yeah. or whatever else you can come up with. And it's just ching, 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 And it's the end of the month.
1: Yes. I mean, I don't know how recently this happened, but, you know.
0: So. And I don't believe it angers me. Right. But I, I I can pretty much guarantee that most police officers do not want to be doing this.
1: Exactly. And that's the thing is, if it was I'm if I'm your daughter and there's a cop behind me and I make the right on red and the cop is there and he sees me do it. And he's like, I can almost feel him rolling his eyes and I'm like, oh, God, whoop, whoop, you know, like pull yeah. around the corner behind you. Be like, hey, you're not allowed. like that's the kind, that sucks. It's still too much for a ticket. But like it was just sort of having The fact that they they wait in particular, they do that here, too. There's there's spots and areas where police know that when as the end of the month comes and we know as the end of the month, months come, you're going to see gaggles of police at such and such intersection, this intersection, this strip of road, because that's where the people screw up. Oh, if a road goes from 40 to 30, Mm -hmm. that's where there's going to be four or five cops hanging out waiting for you to go across that 30 line. It's at forty very, miles an hour,
0: it's very mafia esque. Yes, whether it's you got to uh, plead to the government to be able to open your business and get your license and pay the money to be licensed, or drive in the roads and uh, have someone pull you over and and say, "Oh, oh, geez, traffic violation," mm-hmm. and you are like, "Okay, oh, geez, minor traffic violation. Oh gosh, I guess I'll have to pay my fifty dollars fine." Right. No, $200, $200. (laughs) It's like, are are you kidding me?
1: Somebody's got to pay for um, the pensions of the unions and, the you know, all the stuff that that instead of just addressing it like a normal, you know, what we go way over the top and way above and beyond of anything that's necessary. And now we, we can't afford it. We can't afford it.
0: I got pulled over. I'll never forget this. It was it was four years ago. I I am always a I I'm not a lead foot because it's not worth it. Right, one hundred and seventy one dollars to turn on a no turn on red. Are you kidding me? It's like a five yeah. over five over. Well, I made the mistake of uh, going eight over. Wasn't paying attention, and I got pulled over for going eight miles an hour over the speed limit. Stop it! Oh, it gets worse. The officer. Ran my record, saw that I had a clean traffic record, and came back and said, "Listen, um, I am supposed to write a ticket to everyone I pull over, but this ticket, I, it, it was it was like two hundred and fifty dollars to be eight. Oh, it was it was something absolutely ridiculous." And I looked at him like, "Are you kidding me?" He said, "I'm I'm not going to write you a ticket for that." You have your seatbelt on, but I'm going to write you up for not having your seatbelt on, and that's a it's a that's a twenty five dollar ticket. And I felt dirty that I had to thank the police officer, right? For oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, for cutting me a break for uh, not giving me the two hundred and some odd dollar ticket and knocking me down to a twenty five dollar ticket. Because he, but he's in a position where he's like, I don't want to be doing this. Of course, of
1: course of course he doesn't want to ruin your day but like why does oh but but 250 that's like that's 20 miles over the speed limit that's 25 miles over the speed limit that's reckless driving kind of stuff like eight miles over the speed limit
0: yeah and that's what's so troubling about all this like with my daughter it's like not enough people are getting pulled over And having to pay these fines for a bunch of people to show up at city hall with torches and pitchforks. Right. But that that is one hundred and seventy one dollars for a no turn on red ticket. That's obscene. Any anybody in city government should be ashamed of themselves for Mm -hmm. that kind of fine. Don't. Give me the oh, it's a dangerous intersection. Garbage. You had a bunch of cops there, and it wasn't because it's a dangerous intersection. It, you need the ticket revenue, right? And and, and uh, but that's where we are. And and you want to turn everything over to these people,
1: exactly. Yes, they do.
0: I hope you all are having a enjoyable. Memorial Day weekend, please take some time to reflect as to why we have this holiday weekend and uh
1: and to, to our veterans and military out there, go to Eat Drink Smoke Show on Facebook or on Twitter or the website, and there's deals, Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day deals that we've posted up there, like all sorts of places, coffee, restaurants, etc.
0: Oh, so check, check that out. out over at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. She's Sarah. I'm fingers. We'll be back next week with an all new snark factor on Wham Talk 1600 AM 92.7 FM.